0: what up what up what up welcome to another episode of 94 feet with coach jt man do me a favor leave a like hit the subscribe button tell me what you think as i continue to grow and uh bring some dope content to this podcast this summer and really uh put on for our people in my city And around the USA, man, all my athletes and business people in in the world, right? So today, Sacktown, man, I got something dope for you lined up. Let me get right to it. Uh, My guests today are both from Sacramento, California. One attended Franklin High School before transferring to Oak Hill and then on to Washington State. The other one, who just so happens to be his younger brother, went to Capital Christian High School and then went on to Southern Idaho and then to Stony Brook University. Currently, right now, as we speak, they both are in the process of trying to make the um, Nigerian national team out in the Bay Area right now, putting in work. So um, they're taking time out their busy day. They're scheduled to hop on this call. So I appreciate it. Ike and see what's going on, man? How you doing?
1: What up, man? Doing good. How you doing, man? Man, I'm
0: doing good, man. I appreciate y'all taking time out y'all. Loaded schedule right now. And as you guys know, some ballers, and I, I've seen for a long time, man. We're going to right to this question, as my show says, uh, 94 feet with Coach JT. Let's talk about growing up in Sac, man, as as youngsters, man. Like, uh, what part of Sac did you guys grow up in, man? How was that for you? Uh, We
1: grew up in South Sac, um, kind of towards Elk Grove. And then um, we moved to Elk Grove when we were um, – well, when I was ten, when you see
0: was nine, eight. So, uh, yeah. But we grew up in South Stack, and it, it, it's been uh, it was a good thing for us. That's, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, man. So speaking of, and uh, and if you people who didn't know, there's also an older brother who also was a yeah. D1 athlete too. Um, who who set the bar early for the for the younger two, man. So they want to shout out Big Bro in the process, man. So, let's just talk about man the household um competition at an early age. How intense was it?
2: Uh, it was super intense because um, all of us just really love basketball. We're all super competitive, and we're all, like, really close in age. Like, even me and my oldest brother, our, our age difference is only three years, and me and Ike is only a year. So we're all around the same age, all doing the same thing. So especially it get intense sometimes in the backyard and our workouts and stuff.
0: That's what's um, up.
2: But it definitely prepared us, though.
0: So – Growing up early on, I man, I guess we know, I mean, you guys are definitely coming that that era where you guys had even more avenues, more options. How many sports did you play growing up, or was it always been Hoop for you guys?
1: No, we, uh, we all played soccer yeah. first, and then basketball second. But um, when you have, for my parents, it got a lot for them to like, because we were all on our own separate teams. So that's six teams total for everybody. Cool and then um it got a lot for them to take us all to our individual practices and stuff like that so one day my mom got us together and she um made us write down on a piece of paper which sport we wanted to play go stand in the corner and write it down so we wouldn't be influenced by one another and then come back with our answers and we all came back and chose basketball so wow um, yeah so yeah that was when we were like really young and like maybe like preschool kindergarten and stuff
0: Early moves, man. That's that's crazy. Shout out to mom yeah. for putting a little pressure, man. That's that's super dope. Um, so I mean, as you guys know, right now, too, you guys in that time where you get a lot of training and hours put in. But before it got to the peak, because back then it still wasn't peak when you guys were coming up. How much time yeah. would you guys say you dedicated? Because you said backyard. How much time was y'all putting in? Because kids nowadays say they putting in work, right? But how much yeah. time? How much time was y'all really? Was y'all putting in? Man, y'all craft. I
2: think honestly, we were putting in a good amount of work especially for the age we were at before we even really knew it i remember when we were like I, well, I was like maybe like seven and we would go we would we played this little league at the called salvation army down in like oak
0: park yes sir broadway was like, baby it's
2: like, it's like, it's yeah, on sundays sunday nights we would go there and train with our trainer clarence morgan but i'm like I'm still, like, learning how to shoot left-hand layups and stuff like that. And I'm, like, seven, so I don't even know why we missing cartoons and stuff to go (laughs) work out and stuff. So we did that for a little bit, kind of paused on the extra training until, like, later on when we really started playing AAU and stuff like that. And then picked back up when I was in about seventh grade, and we just hit the ground running. I mean, we we waking up in the mornings running miles, going to 24-hour fitness before school, so... I'd say like middle school high school before kind of like a lot of our other friends were like working out seriously, we were putting time in not to mention we had the backyard in the back when we would get shots up and stuff so we we were we were in the we were working yeah, yeah i I really, I really couldn't t- tell you you to set number yeah but
1: it was it was all basketball for us like like you she said before we' would wake up early at five thirty six a m go get some shots up either that or go in the backyard, do whatever. And then we come back from school. Um, if we didn't have practice with our teams, and we were we were watching NBA games and stuff like that, so it was like it was basketball all around. But we didn't really see it as basketball. It was just all fun for us, you know, just spending time with each other, doing. What we all love doing so yeah um, yeah. we couldn't tell you put a like amount of hours it,
0: it was a lot that's what yeah you lot. don't count the hours when it's when it's not working man i definitely feel yeah, yeah, that yeah. it's not work um talk about um as far as basketball watching right when y'all was growing up or who y'all was emulating outside of your brothers watching right who did you guys emulate your game after of each of you guys predominantly
1: um before i got to seventh grade for me it was uh Dwayne wade and alan iverson okay and then I remember this so vividly. I was in, I was at my cousin's house in Stockton. And this is like right when I found out about YouTube. And back then I really didn't know about like national rankings, but I had a, a good friend of mine say, that was older than me, tell me that OJ Mayo was like the best player in the country. And like when I, me being like a kid in SAC, thinking about one player just being the best in the whole country was like wild to me, right? So I just found out about YouTube. I type in OJ Mail, and I'm like, yo, this this guy's this guy's incredible. But then uh, then I saw this video. It says OJ Mail versus Derrick Rose and Eric Gordon. So then I'm like, oh, let me click on this. So I click on it, and then I just see, like, this light-skinned kid just <laughs> coming through the lane, dunking in high school. I'm like, who is this kid? So then I go... I go and type in Eric Gordon's name, and it was he was moving different. He was so you know the so light skinned, but yeah. I was like nah, this ain't the same. this ain't yeah. the one. You know what I'm saying? So then <laughs> I, I type in Derrick Rose, and after that it was over. I saw I saw him doing what he does and moving how he move, and I was like yeah, D Rose is the this is the guy I, I want
2: to play like.
0: Yeah 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 yeah. For
1: uh, oh,
2: for see. me. For me, it was, it was weird, man, because like my oldest brother, he's like 6'4". Yeah. So when I'm a kid, like all I'm hearing is I'm going to be at least the same height <laughs> or I'm going to be like 6'6", six, six or whatever. So right. <laughs> I'm not even looking at the point guards. I'm looking at all the dunkers. So for the longest, my favorite player was just Vince Carter. All I wanted to do was dunk. Right. So then once I started realizing I'm, a, I'm probably going to be playing the one, I'm not going to mm. be like super, super crazy tall, whatever. I just started gravitating towards, like, different point guards that I would just watch. Uh, for the longest, it was just Darren Williams was my favorite uh, point guard. He was just, just the way he could shoot, dribble, everything like that. So I would study him a lot. And then uh, as I got older, obviously, like, early high school when Dane was, like, a rookie, is who that's kind of who I was studying stuff like that. But I I think I did a lot of just studying all, like, the top DGs. I tried to take a little bit from everybody. Yeah.
0: Being a student Most of the fun. game is definitely, definitely <laughs> dope. So, And it's crazy you say that, man. I think about it. Yeah, it's like usually they say it goes reverse, right? The oldest is the shortest, and then everybody gets <laughs> – but you guys went the opposite. <laughs> the opposite way. That's, that's, the opposite that's, way yeah. that's, that's crazy, man. Yeah, and I actually, I mean, I remember like yesterday, my first year back in high school, I got to coach your brother in the Optimus game, and I was like, yeah, this kid is unreal at the – man, like the athleticism. And I was like, he got brothers? I was like, okay, oh, yeah, that's got to be a dope family, man. Uh, For sure. So let's, let's get into a little bit, though, about let's say – Middle school, right? Because you know, SAC middle schools, it wasn't that many schools that I was going. I know you mm-hmm. see, you went to Sutter. Mm-hmm. All right, both what about to. you? Oh, you both went to Sutter too? Yeah, yeah, I went to Sutter. Okay, too, so, bro. and I, I went there years ago too, but it was still like, you know, as y'all know, you go in there. Being at mm-hmm. Sutter during those times, man, how how dominant or, or how, how high level of practices? Because I don't worry about the games. The games, y'all, it didn't seem like it was too much of a. How tough yeah. was the practices at Sutter when I was there?
1: Man, when I got there, it was kind of crazy because. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie, uh he had Coach Fong there and coach uh Coach Faith and yep. <laughs> before so before me before, when I before I got there I had one of my um one of my good friends, Chris Carvin, he's like a brother. Yep. He um his team, he was in eighth grade when I was in sixth grade and their team went undefeated and won the whole North Cal thing and stuff like that. So then he's talking to the coach, telling me, yo, like there's a kid coming coming here. He's like a little bro to me. Like he's nice. Like he don't even need to play seventh grade. Just put him on the eighth grade team. So then I get there, and as soon as I got there, they put me on the the eighth grade team as a seventh grader. And man, I was so trashed that year. I
0: was so <laughs> trash.
1: I was trash that year. But we were nice as a team. We was cold. We were cold. We were cold. We had my guy Darius Graham, leading the way. Oh yeah. And um, and uh, we we went undefeated that year. And the but the practices were the were the like the games were easy that year. The games were super easy. The practices were were, were hard. We were always going at each other, and uh, we had a lot of players too, you know. So we was like kind of we could platoon if we wanted to and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, setter was for for a middle
2: school man. Setter was high level, honestly.
0: Yeah. What about you, you see.
2: Yeah, it was it was super high level. I actually. I ended up getting there, I went to like a little private school for like the first two, three months of seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And then my, me and my parents like, yeah, like I'm, I'm over this. So then I transferred and was there at Sutter with Ike uh, for remainder seventh grade. It was actually kind of crazy because I got to like, they were like three games into the season. And they once I got there, they bypassed the whole trial and whatever. They just threw me on the team. <laughs> There's some dudes, I was mad about that. But anyway, so I get there and man, like, Honestly, like, thinking back, it's kind of crazy. It was, like, a middle school team because they, they treated it like a prep school. Like, the not only just the high-level practice, we was doing, like, like some strength training and stuff like that. <laughs> like, I don't know what they called SSR, SS, something yep. like that, after practice and stuff like that. So, man, when I was there, at least, I know, like, we... I think my record said it was, like, 55-2. and Sounds so, right. So, like, yeah, it was just... Thinking back on it, like, we were just so accustomed to winning, like losing, everything crossed our minds So it was really high levels for yeah. you know, preparing me for high school. It was crazy.
0: That environment there still is, you know, what I mean, as far as the support, the gear y'all get, everybody get, yeah. the yeah, teachers. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, was, I was
1: like thirteen, getting so many jackets and stuff
0: like <laughs> man, that. Was, that was ridiculous. Yes, they they make it definitely worth the worth the environment. Um. Speaking of work ethic, though, man, where do you guys think you guys' work ethic come from as far as, like, being embedded in you outside of the competition of your brothers, right? Anybody else was, like, uh, like, uh, as far as a big part of that, putting that work ethic in you guys at an early age?
1: Yeah, it's our parents, usually. Yeah. You know, like, um, just our parents telling all the stories they had to do to get to—because we're Nigerian, of course, to, but to get to the United States to make something of themselves, you know what I'm saying— um, and the struggles they has, we hear what they had to go through, and you know, and and us living in, in the life they provided for us, it makes things easier. Like yeah, we just gotta, we just gotta work hard in basketball and in school, you know what I'm saying, and not really worry about anything else, you know. So, in the grand scheme of things, that's not really like real life like problems, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like like we're not feeling the pressure of you know, like where's your next meal coming from? Yeah. Or if your rent, if you have enough money for your rent to be paid or what bill, uh, or do you have to like pay this bill and not that bill just to like, just to survive, you know what I'm saying? We just got to uh, worry about um, like, making sure our jump shot is good, making yeah. sure, make sure our bodies feel good, you know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. So um, just, you know, with that, it just makes it easier for us to just work as hard as we can and just. Just keep on trying to improve every
0: day. Yeah, that's definitely. A blessing, you know, what I'm saying shout out to the parents, man. I mean, they sacrifice yeah, for, for sure. you guys, right? So I definitely Thousand Yeah, for sure. So you guys get go through your middle school stage. Ike about I, I you first, man, since so you're the first one out. Uh, mm-hmm. Franklin, was that a uh by choice or was that the school in the neighborhood at the time, or how'd you end up there? Uh, it's
1: a little bit of both. You know, my our house Grove is only about um like a five minute walk from Franklin. Okay. And my older and my older brother was there. Yep. and he and he was playing really well and stuff like that so it was kind of an easy decision for me to go there and then um franklin was a lot of fun man i like, tell people all the time franklin is probably like one of the most diverse play, like schools in the country i feel like for for it to be a public school like um there was like every t- all types of races there you know what i'm saying so it was easy for me to make that decision and go to franklin and I, and for me to
0: play my older brother was just a ton of fun. So how was just real quick? While you said about that? How was that feeling to get on the court, knowing like my not just my dog, like this is my blood brother right here, man? Like that has to be something. Yeah. Like you know, you talk about everybody with twins or relationships, even like with you guys in middle school. Just in general, you mm-hmm. guys can both comment on it. How was it to play on a again as you guys go up levels and bigger scales to play with somebody who I like? This is my this is my bloodline right here. We know we do on the court, man. How was how how fun was that? Uh, it was it was
1: amazing, man. Like sometimes because you know. Everyone that knows Chooks knows, like, especially back then, he had, like, a 40, 45-inch bird. Crazy. So, sometimes, like, I would get a board. Um, it was happening a few times. I would get a rebound, and uh, I, would, I wouldn't even have to take a dribble. Chooks would just be running the lane. I'd be at the opposite free throw line. I could just put it anywhere towards towards the backboard. i just throw it, and he would go get it, you know? We didn't even have to say much. He just get us I just see him get a steps right, throw it in the air, and he take care of the rest. You know, so yeah. Um, yeah, playing with troops, playing with troops was uh or playing with anyone that you know you're close with, family wise, bloodline wise is um it's incredible, man. Because mm-hmm. you don't got to say anything. You just everyone's on the same page.
0: That's What's up, you see What about you playing with your brother in middle school? A brief time. How was that?
2: Yeah. So uh, when I was in middle school, I did. I ended up playing on seventh grade team when I was on eighth grade team. So oh, okay. we didn't actually get to. Play on like the same together. team in middle school. We did. We were playing together like randomly in AAU
0: yeah.
2: and stuff like that. Same um, vibe, huh? and then, Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, and then with uh, Team Nigeria okay. a few times. Yeah. So it was. Yeah, we didn't get to play together in high school as much, but anytime we do step on the floor again, like you said, it's just like like unspoken things. Like you just look at each other and know what the other person's thinking. Like I'm gonna do this. It's just a little. Little
0: connections that you guys have that nobody else can pick up on, so it's, it's special and it makes things easy too. Yep, that's what's up. So, uh like, you spent two years yeah. there, then decide to make this next move. Like this, I think I remember when it caught me out guard. I even looked, I was like, I, the boy can go. I'm like, this is major right here. What was behind <laughs> that man? Because that was like, because that's you know, what I mean, try to make a jump like that, bro. You know, I'm in the basketball heavy, and I'm like, dang. This dude, I mean, he legit, and this is something that's gonna prove you. I know, young man, be tested, but you're willing to kind of go out there and prove yourself, man. I thought that was super dope. Yeah. But what brought that about?
1: Um, so the summer from my freshman to sophomore year, I got invited to this Nike Elite 100 camp. I was like the top underclassmen in the country, and Coach Steve Smith, who coach O'Neal, was um he was my coach at that camp, and I just and I did solid there, and then. Sophomore year at Franklin happened, and then um, it didn't really, it didn't really end how we wanted to, and with the coach and stuff like that at the time. So um, I was, lo- we were looking for a move, and um, I just told my parents, I was like, "What about kill?" And at first, you know, my mom was <laughs> against it. You know, you know me being me being a son going to live across the country at 16, yep. it just sounds crazy, you know. So then, um, my dad was all for it. You know, he was like, "If you really want to do this, like, we can we can try to make it happen." So then, um, we got in contact with, with Coach Smith, and um, I took a visit out there to see what it was like, and and that ended up working out. You know, so then made that made that move to go to Oak and oh. and spend my last two years of high school there.
0: Definitely dope. So let me ask you this: uh, Did you cry or did mom cry first?
1: I was cool. I was cool. But my mom. <laughs> at <least your> <laughs> the, my, the situation for my mom was tough, though, because when I left, Chukes was leaving to go to. Because went to Washington State uh-huh. before, he went to, um, before he went to City College, San Francisco City, and then NIU. So well, my my mom dropped off Chukes at summer school at Washington State. Mm. And um, she she was crying in. And then a week later, she had to turn around, get on a flight to go across the country to Virginia, and drop me off. So. It was like she that like she was losing two of her sons at the same time. Yeah. So she was she was bawling something crazy, man, <laughs> something crazy. But yeah, she she uh, it's, it,
0: she handled it well. But yeah, it was, that'd be harder. To anybody. Yeah, for sure. I definitely get it. Um. So you see now you become the man of the house. Both big bros leave. You come the you come to man of the house, but also you make a decision to go to uh Capital Christian. Um, was that your your calling, or you wanted to maybe do something different, or how'd that work?
2: I think just the way the season ended for all of us at Franklin, uh, me and I, we both knew we wanted to make a change. I don't know. We kind of felt like limited a little bit and like in a box and we wanted just to expand our game and our horizons and really play against the best. So uh, I decided to go to Oak Hill. And then some of my teammates that I played with at Sutter actually were at Capital Christian. Uh, One of the coaches was a coach that I knew from AAU. And it was like – It was a team I knew, like, was on the come up, kind of. Like, we were still D5. We were still a private school. But I saw opportunity, and I felt like like, it was space for me to grow, like, as a basketball player. So I decided to make that move. And, uh, man, it worked out, like, well for me. Um, My sophomore year, I was able to be on the varsity team. And then, like, just growing from sophomore year, junior year, senior year, us being on varsity and stuff, like, we, we had the opportunity to learn and, like, lose a little bit, like, at the beginning, but be able to, like, grow and take our lumps. So by the time we were seniors, we were top 30 in the country, top three in California. And, you know what I'm saying, we were running SAG North NorCal and stuff. So it, it definitely turned out to be a good uh, experience
0: for me. Yep. So so both of you guys can answer this question right here. So we went to middle school, get to high school, even one-year high school. Now going to another level. You go to Capitol, you go to Oak Kill. What are some things you have to improve on? Be like, okay, you know what? If I wanna be here in Maine, but also be a, a mainstay or get time, what are some things you have to improve on in your game? Man,
1: um just understanding the game really, you know. Cause at Oak Kill got like real cutthroat. <laughs> it was real it was real cutthroat at Oak Kill, man. You gotta really got like, be on your keys Ps and Q's at all time. Um, always be ready to work when you're in the gym, and um, and uh, yeah, just just uh, just taking basketball more serious at that point, you know. Like that's something that because I was always serious about the game, but that was something that really like took it to the next level, seeing how cutthroat everything was. But um, as far as like skill wise and stuff like that, um, shooting for sure, um, ball handling. But yeah, most more importantly, just really understanding
2: it again. For me, uh, skill-wise, it's weird. Like, when I think about, like, my basketball career to this point, I feel like every time I've had to go from, like, one level to the next, for me, it's always been, like, defense for me first has always just got me on the court. I've always thought, like, first, let me just get on the court. And it's always the easiest way for me is always I'm going to work a little bit hard on defense and get on the court. And then from there, I look at our team and think, what can I do like to hang my head on? Like, oh, like I, he can do this. It's either been shooting, creating for others, getting to the rack, like you know, what I'm saying, just finding out things that's going to keep me on the court. So, um, I always just started with defense and just expanding my game off from there, whether it be scoring and uh, just other assets and uh, facets of the game. So,
0: that's what's up, yeah. So, let me ask you guys also, has any point in time throughout your high school career? made these changes where you guys wanted to face any adversity or want to stop or had to hit a bump in the road on the way?
2: Um, for sure for me. I mean, uh, coming out of high school, I had, like, a lot of interest from schools. But uh, at Capitol, we were, like – we had, like, two bigs and kind of, like, three just guards. We were all, like, honestly, like six foot and under. Like, one, two, three. So uh, my role at Capitol, I was, like, really, like, a scorer. So I was really playing the two. But, like, a lot of schools that were recruiting me wanted me to play the one. That just wasn't – I wasn't doing that at the time in Capital. So, coming out of high school, I had a lot of interest, but a lot of schools weren't, like, offering. So, I ended up going to National JC to CSI, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And, man, like, we talk to anybody that went JUCO, like, oh, yeah. it's not for the week. <laughs> so you got to be a different breed to really make it out of JUCO. So, it was definitely some tough times, some dark days. Um, but I just – I don't know. I try not to dwell on, like – what's going on around me i would just stay in the gym and i knew just eventually at some point like it would work out somehow so definitely had some some low moments but i just stayed in the gym and then when my number was called i was always ready and then it paid off i got my scholarship and the rest is history
0: i yeah, respect I'm, I'm definitely i'm a juco product too brother so i know it's a grind man he's doggy yeah, dog it's a down grind. there man yes sir all right what about you man
1: um, hardships, man, yeah, I mean, we've all got hardships along the way. For me, um, my first year at Oak Hill, we won the National Championship won 44-0, but that year, I like, I barely really even played that much, you know, so, um, I was contemplating on whether to leave Oak Hill, come back to sack, mm. or, you know, to thug it out and, and take the harder route and try to make some, try to make it work, work with the situation I was in. So, uh, I stuck to uh, I chose to stick it out and go there for my senior year, and um, and just I like, do what I could to get on the court. You know, now a lot of people think go kill was just easy, but man, it was tough. Like you said, you got some dark times there. You're Not really playing because it's hard when um, when you when you're playing and you're winning, everything is easy. Mm-hmm. But when you're when your team's winning and you're not playing. Like that's a tough situation to handle, you know. Like right. you, you like how do you like what conversation do you have with the coach? Right. You know, you got like, the team is winning but you're not playing, so like you don't wanna mess a good thing up and coaches always gonna they're always gonna play who's whoever's gonna get the job done, you know. Yeah. So um so um that was something that was difficult for me to deal with at first, but then, you know, I wanna I I wanted to stay ten toes down and understand that I made this decision to come out here and I'm not gonna just go back running to sack, you know. So I just made decisions, stick it out, and my senior year was cool. We um we we won I think like 35 games that season. I played I played well and then went on to Washington State. So um, but yeah, that was a that was one yeah. of the like harder hardships
0: I had on early. But I think that the big thing is the perseverance, man, and to not quit. To not come back. Yeah, Cause we are, sure. A lot of people come back home from, from SAC, but then they, they stay, they stick or they don't go back and do something else. But you guys stuck it yeah, out, sure. and that shows a lot about the character again, the family, but the support as well, man. And uh, College days, man, right? So we get to this college thing real quick. Um, first foot on campus, uh, UC Stony Brook, Ike at Washington State. What's the mindset now, first off? like, What's the first thing on you guys' mind at that point? Because this is ultimately yeah, yeah. almost one step le- next to – Either being over with or pro basketball, so the time the clock is ticking.
1: Yeah, when um when I was there, when I got to Washington State, I was like, man, I just like I just, I just want to win, and it was crazy because like like I've been on because of Oak Hill, I've been on my own before, so I, I was used to all that, you know. But being in a college town and just like having all that freedom at first, <laughs> and seeing, like you could really in college you could do like. Like, if you're just a regular student in college, like your time is your time. Like, you can do whatever you want, you know what I'm saying? You can go ahead and live life, whatever. But um seeing that was just for a hot second it was like kinda different, but um first thing I wanna do, I just stay I just stayed in the gym. I was like, Man, I'm just getting ready for the swoop season, make sure that when it's time for me to when it's time when the season starts, like coach can call my number and I'll be ready to play. Like that's the that's the um that's the thing. That I was thinking about first, like I'm just stay in the gym and make sure I'm ready
0: to hoop. Yeah, you know. And, so um, and yeah. speaking of that, man, you was in Spokane. though. let's be real, cause it ain't too much to do in Spokane, right? You either got a hoop <laughs> or you hanging <laughs> nah, out. Yeah, I was
1: in Spokane. There's more to do in Spokane. I was in Pullman. Oh, in yeah, Pullman.
0: Okay, so yeah, you. Really... I was in
1: Pullman. Yeah, okay, Pullman. Pullman. Yeah. an hour from Spokane. They, yeah, they ain't really nothing to do. Okay. Um, Especially when it gets cold out there, you just you just think, You go ahead. You go ahead and get in the gym. Go back to the crib. Do some homework. Play some Call of
0: Duty and call it a day, man. <laughs> oh, that's what's uh, I saw you in Spokane. Matter of fact, yeah, I definitely got to give it a yeah, shout-out again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw you randomly at Hoop Fest, man. I took my some kids up there to play, bro, and I appreciate that because yeah. they still got that picture. We was outside, randomly walking past, and you showed love, man. Took a picture with the youngsters, sure. man. I really did appreciate that. They did too, man. So that definitely was <laughs> a dope, dope thing, man. Uh, so, you see, what about you, man? You get to you make that Juco transition to Stony Brook. Uh, again, like you said, you got to start from – let me just go on the floor, man. What's on your mind?
2: Man, so I'm coming fresh out of Juco to D1. So I'm like, I'm like on some junkyard diet. I'm starving, right? (laughs)
1: I'm
2: starving. Yeah. So I get on campus and then I don't know, my mind, the way it works, like I always, I'd rather just be overly prepared. So the whole time, like, you're in Juco and like D1 is obviously another level above you. So I'm trying to like prepare myself, like, oh, like, it's something that I haven't seen yet, so I got to be ready for whatever. Perfect. But then, to be honest, for me, how it happened at Stony Brook, like, once I got on campus, like, we started playing, like, pick up and stuff. And, oh, man, I'm low-key, like, kind of, like, killing a little bit. Like, it's just kind of, like, it's not it's, like, super easy, but it's, like, it wasn't – I expected it to be, like, a crazy jump. But then, for me, I just quickly realized, like, now, nah, like, I'm prepared for this. Mm-hmm. So then I was, like, if I just stay in the gym and stay sharp, like I could, I, I could like play, play, and then man, it was before the summer session was even over. Honestly, because I went there like a, a month or two early, already had my like starting spot solidified. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. uh, all I was thinking about was hoop because I, I expected like to be like just caught off guard by something. So I just want to stay in the gym as much as possible to be ready. But shit, I mean, I, I was ready, I guess. So yeah, uh, yeah, staying in the gym just kept me focused.
0: That's what's up, man. So. Y'all get to the college, have have the good careers, experiences, man. Uh, just give me a quick highlight, real quick, both of you one, one highlight each, man, from the college days at the college, man. Give me something that you'll stick with, that stick with you from now until whenever.
1: Senior year, uh, being U twice, you know, no team. on Washington State. They haven't done that in Washington State, you in know, in a long time. Being U twice in the season, so um, that was pretty cool to end my
2: senior year like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, for me, I think our biggest game was uh, when we beat Rutgers at Rutgers uh, my senior year. And it was just like, it was like overtime game, uh, buzzer beater. And uh, just some of the seniors we had on the team, like one of my, my good friend, my best friends from college, uh, Junior St. He also went JUCO. So for us, it was like just really looking like, man, like we really got out the mud and we, you know what I'm saying, we at the stage and we doing this. So uh, that was probably my biggest
0: moment in college that's what's up let's 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 get into this uh national team real quick man first off how fulfilling and rewarding is this not to only you guys though but to your family your parents right now for you guys to have this opportunity man because i and I'm thinking, like i think about how my mom was just playing and vice versa my family so to but not on like a national team level right how does that make you guys feel the way it makes your parents feel
1: Man, it's pretty dope man because uh because we don't really see it um like, it's, like, it like, cool. Like, yeah, it's cool for us. Like, we've been playing with each other a whole lot. So, but for our parents, it's uh, it's another level, you know, because um, they'll have people hit them up from in Nigeria, you know, going crazy and calling them all the time. Be like, oh, my gosh, your sons are playing together on the national team, blah, 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 da, da, da. So, um so sure, yeah, it's pretty, it's it's a uh, it's a lot for them, and it's cool because we hang the jersey up in the house and stuff like that. So um, yeah, it's a lot of pride and respect that comes um, with that, and uh they're very appreciative of, of
2: us getting this opportunity.
0: That's super dope. How you feel yeah, about it, you? Uh,
2: I, it's it's crazy, man, because it's like literally, like we would be in the backyard of like twelve. I think we were, like, 12, 13 when we even realized that Nigeria had a national team and stuff like that. So then from then on, we would just, like, talk about it. Like, at the time, it was all three of us playing together and stuff like that. But, you know, you say things like that as a kid and you want it to happen, but, like, to have them, like, start to, like, come true is kind of crazy. Like, so it's weird because, like, we always said and expected this to happen. Mm -hmm. But, uh, like, being in the moment and, like, living it is, like, it's – you just sit back sometimes, like, damn, it's it's, it's kind of crazy. Like both of us doing
0: this. That's what's up. So, that's that's definitely something that I like you said that. That whole little move has been. I mean, I've been following, man. I've been watching, it, man. So I watching, watching y'all hoop and everything and do that. So I can't wait to hopefully y'all get that. the roster spots, man, and really just handle your business, man. Um, like I was looking at some of the day, man. I see you got a little business thing going on here too. What is it, the lean sure uh, the Nigerian foods, right? You got that rocking. So is that yeah. a family business So go ahead shout that out, man? Give me some information about that yeah, real quick. The Nazis, uh Nigerian
1: foods, man. That's um, that's a that's a family business. Okay. That's a family business for sure. My mom. Um, she's the she's the one that started it. She always had a dream of uh, making. I don't know if you heard, but jollof rice is a major Nigerian yeah. cuisine.
0: Yeah, i uh, a, lot,
1: a lot of people, a lot of people eat it, and a lot of people love it. And um, my mom had a dream it was just people, Nigerians, not not even Nigerians, but people everywhere if they wanted jollof rice. All they needed was a bowl, some water, and the rice popping in the microwave for a certain amount of time, and boom, you got your jollof rice. And my mom, she came up with a um, with a plan to get it done, and she got it done back in um, back at, at the end of 2020, and we launched uh, at the end of March um, this year. You know, so things have been looking good. So, yeah, so anybody else listening, if you want some, you want some um, some Nigerian gelof, um, go 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 get some Sinatra's Nigerian gelos, man. You won't be you won't be a uh, be
0: disappointed, yeah, for sure. You know, we definitely gonna plug it, man. I'm definitely gonna put it out there looking at the page stuff, man. Definitely have to try it. You know, I'm not a spicy, spicy guy, but I'm just, I definitely gotta give it a try. I, you got but, uh, a lot for you. Oh, see, even better, my guy, yeah, my man. guy,
1: and vegan options, and, we got, and vegan options hey. for all those people out there.
0: That's the way you do it. Real quick, before I let y'all get up out of here, but two more, few more questions though. So, just right now, like in y'all mindset, right now, mm-hmm. to get this done coming up next couple of weeks, what are y'all focused on right now?
1: Man, just um, making sure our games at the top of it, of, it, of where it needs to be, and um, you know, doing the things that we need to do to make the team, and uh, just going out there and playing as hard as we can, really. That's, what's up. that's, that's about it, honestly.
0: Yeah, staying solid. Okay, so before we get out of here, at the triple threat, y'all know what it is, right? Dribble pass, or a score. But give me, since just both you guys together, give me three things that you guys triple threat either in life or through trials and tribulations that you guys would like a listener to know or somebody to find out about you that didn't know. Give me three things that y'all just want to put out there and put in the air that people should do or persevere with, anything. Triple threat. Give me three of them. Uh,
2: I'll give you one. Okay. For sure that's helped me, especially like um, how I said, me and Ike, my oldest brother, we've always done everything like the same pretty much. And I, it, For me, being the, the youngest, just always following in their footsteps and, especially when you have people who are in front of you that are successful. Like, why would you even try to, like, not stick to the script? You can Fact. just follow what they do and be successful. But Fact. I would say, for me, what's ha- helped me in my individual journey to be successful is at some point, you just kind of, like, be yourself, and it's okay, like, to be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just be who you are because there are certain things that I can do that I can't do, but there's things that I can do that I can't. Yeah. So... To be the,
0: your best version of yourself, you have to be okay with just being yourself. Facts, facts. That's what's up. That's
1: solid. That's one. I need two more. Uh, for me, um, just understanding that it's okay not to be good at something, hmm. and just if if that one thing that you're not good at, just if you continue to work, if you continue to work at it, then um. And just and just be patient with yourself. Then you know you'll get each and every day. Then you'll get better at it. You know, some sometimes you know, especially in today's world, when something's not when we're not good at something, you want to see some results right away. Mm-hmm. And you know you might not get those results. Um, and the way the world works, you're using not going if it's gonna if you want it to last, you're not gonna get those results right away. Yep. So just understanding that and just keep on working every day to whatever um skill you're trying to get basketball wise or in life I mean, in general. Um just understanding that it's not gonna it's not gonna be a one day fix, a, a one week fix, one month fix, you know, it's a marathon and just gotta continue working and put put with one foot in front of the other, just keep on going and then by the time enough time passes, you look back and you're you got predominantly better at that one skill, you know. So just understanding that it's okay not to be good at something and it's and the the quick fix isn't gonna work. Just it's gonna take some time and just being okay with that.
0: Yeah,
2: sure. I I give you the last one. Go the ahead. last one. Uh I would just say have faith. Like hey. you know, I'd say faith can move mountains. Like it's it's it's, it's real. If you yeah. just believe, you gotta believe, you know what I'm saying? Trust in yourself, trust in God and trust mm-hmm. in his plan and you if you work and you, you have faith, you can do anything. Okay. For sure. And that's a testament to both of our lives and how we how we live our lives.
0: I so I can definitely agree with that too, man. I know y'all gotta get back, get some rest, whatever I gotta do. But let me say before we finish, I appreciate y'all, man. I know y'all are busy, y'all mind is focused, y'all spend family time, but also, you know what I'm saying, I respect y'all a lot. You know what I mean? We always been respectful every time I see y'all, no matter where we've been at, no matter what type of we plan you see on the court. If I'm coaching, assistant coaching, I'm talking trash, it's always been love, man. But I mean, I respect y'all grind and y'all really putting on for y'all, just for y'all country, but for us too in SAC and for y'all city people, but for everybody who really got like a, a real story to tell, but also people who love the game, man. Man, y'all boys, I can tell y'all love the game, man, and, and it shows. So uh, best of best of luck, man. I'm 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 glued to the TV, bro. Hope y'all get there so I can see y'all on that big that big screen. Yeah,
1: appreciate it, man. man. We will for sure. Oh yeah, man. Stay appreciate it. Y'all boys be safe. Out.
0: Yes sir, for sure. All right.